Blog Talk Radio.
now
and all who are thirsty and all who
as deep cries out to deep sing come Lord Jesus come Lord Jesus come you're all that we want come Lord Jesus come and you're all that we need come All right, well, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. And, you know, we're taking some time. That was Misty. All who are thirsty. Are you thirsty? Are you hungry? Well, go get something to drink. You know, Jesus said that out of your belly would flow rivers of living water. If you would drink of the water, the living water that he has, that he is, then you'd never thirst again. Quenching your desire, quenching, satisfying, completing. You know, it's funny how the things of the world Although we continue to fill ourselves up with them, they always leave us unsatisfied. But you know, Jesus said, look, if you drink this water, you won't thirst again. There's there's a sustaining ability to it. There's something about it that it's got a lasting effect. And you see, when somebody's life is touched by the Spirit of God that has an effect. It's not just a surface touch. Now, religion will touch you on the surface. Tradition will touch you on the surface. Emotionalism, surface. But the Spirit of God penetrates every part, spirit, soul, body, It affects every part, spirit, soul, body. The Holy Spirit will affect the way you think, the way you speak, the way you do, the way you react, the way you feel. He'll cause you to do things that you never would imagine you'd do, and he'll cause you to not do things that you thought you would always do. Why? Because, see, when God does something, it's eternal. When God does something, it lasts. Now, is that to say that we can get free from a bondage or a habit and return to it? Of course we can. We have choices. 
we have decisions to make. Flesh or spirit? Right or left? Yes or no? Your ways or his ways? God's ways. You know, Jesus said, if you're not for me, you're against me. If you're not of my kingdom, then kingdom of this world. And he drew kind of a line in the sand. He made a distinction between sheep and goats, light and dark, flesh and spirit. And there wasn't a real gray area. I don't see a lot of gray area with God. It either is or it isn't. God say either be hot or cold. But if you're lukewarm, you're good for nothing, and I'll spew you out of my mouth. Look at Revelation. Why? Because there's no good in it. You either have a cup of cold water, it's refreshing. You have hot water, it either soothes or it sterilizes or it purifies or it agitates. There's there's all kinds of reasons for hot water. There's all kinds of reasons for cold water. But lukewarm water doesn't have much benefit. And God says, look, if you're if you're going to be in my kingdom, you know, he says hot or cold, and we always take that as, well, the, you know, light or dark. But, you know, God's speaking to believers in this passage, so they're already children of the light. These are already believers. These are already people that walk with God, know God. And so God says, be hot or cold. Now, that's not to say be sinful or not sinful. Hot or cold says, look, be of some effect. Be of some purpose. Be of some benefit. But don't ride the fence. Don't be in the middle. Why? Because you can't really benefit. You can't benefit God's kingdom. So, are you thirsty? What you need? You good? If you're thirsty, there's something not satisfying your soul. Something has depleted you of whatever was nourishing and satisfying your soul. There's a lack. You know how people have a vitamin deficiency and it affects the way they think? It affects the way they feel. It affects the way they react. It affects sometimes the way their body looks and is and functions. All because of that vitamin deficiency. And now I'm not trying to give you a health lesson. Although maybe God wants you to check that and start looking into that. 
But sometimes we have deficiencies in our lives. It may be an emotional deficiency. It may be a spiritual deficiency. It may be a financial deficiency. I know in my life I have an attention deficiency. They say I'm attention deficit, ADD, ADHD, which means more or less I don't pay attention like most people. I don't concentrate my – the way my brain wraps itself around things just is a little different than everybody else. And so in some ways they say that I'm not as efficient as other people in some areas of my thinking. And that's a deficiency, attention deficit. There's a deficiency. Okay, well, there's spiritual deficiency. There's there's people that have SDD. Now I said SDD, not STD. So don't don't write into the show and say no. Listen, spiritual deficiency. Spiritual deficit disorder. And what it means is you're lacking the things of God. You're lacking the things you're lacking the fruit of the Spirit. It's not that you may not lack the Holy Ghost. Now listen, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you're gonna obviously lack the fruit of the Spirit. But if you have the Holy Ghost and you're lacking the fruit of the Spirit, there's a deficiency in your life. Those things can be corrected. Those things can be corrected. And you see, what they do to control the attention deficit disorder, they use all kinds of different things to do that. But you know what I notice? What kind of jars or kicks it off more than anything is when the environment or the circumstances are very unstable. For a person, this is for other people with other mental health, they may have a bipolar or some kind of mental health condition. When they're in an unstable situation or an unstable environment, unstable circumstances, that would have tendency to set that condition off, that attention deficit disorder. All of a sudden, you have more concentration issues. All of a sudden, you have more ups and downs. And so environment plays a big role in how our body responds to and reacts to its efficient or deficient status. And our spirit, uh uh-oh, our spirit does the same thing. So your atmosphere and your environment play a big role in how efficient you can become spiritually. Your surroundings, your circumstances. Now, we all can have adverse circumstances, and God wants us to be the kind of people that have peace on the inside, no matter what's going on on the outside. But have you ever noticed there's times even in Jesus' life when he pulled away from the crowd He pulled aside. He went to a quiet place and rested. He knew when to get away from certain people and certain things so that he could communicate with God and he could get God's game plan 
so that he could operate out of the peace of God and not out of the frustration of the day. And see, many of us operate out of the frustration of our day and we expect to get God's results and it doesn't work that way. That's why God says, look, pull aside and come up. Come set your mind on things above. Pull aside and, and get into the, the spiritual realm a little bit and get a new perspective. Get a new perspective. So your atmosphere, listen, the atmosphere you create determines the product you're going to produce in your life. Jesus said, what's well, things are good, lovely, pure, good report, virtuous? Think on these things. Surround yourself with these things. So we're going to have to begin to change our atmosphere, climatize our atmosphere with worship music instead of music that brings anxiety or music that takes you back to some depressing moment in your life. Well, why do that? What's the point of that? You know, God put music inside of people to express their love and experience towards God and express themselves not so they could emotionally and part of the expression, but not so they can just put all their stuff out there for everybody. We'll get into that on the next show because we're actually almost out of time. But you know, that's the thing. I don't care if I get to do 15 minutes with you guys or 30 minutes or 45 or an hour, hour and a half. I want you to learn and appreciate to worship God. I want you to get to a place in your life where you can have a spiritual atmosphere and you know it's not about just playing groovy music that has Jesus-y stuff in it that's not worship the worship is when your heart is expressing its love you're expressing your love and your appreciation your thankfulness and your gratitude towards God and you're connecting with God and your focus at that moment is completely on God and for once it's not about you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not about you during that time. But it's about him. You know, worship is that time when you are lifting him up. You're hallowing his name. You're expressing your gratitude and lifting him up above every other thing and exalting his name, saying, look, I'm putting you up above my problems. I'm putting you up above my circumstances. I'm putting you, Jesus, up above my family, my marriage, my children, my job, my church, my whatever. And we all need to get to a place in our lives where we do that. And it's real easy for us all to get away from that. But Jesus made it real clear, whatever you lay down in this life, mother, father, sister, brother, husband, wife, children, 
job, whatever you lay down in this life to follow me. Now, I'm not telling everybody to run and leave your family to follow Jesus. It's not like Chris is preaching here. That's not what I'm saying. Because I know there's some nut job out there that you're thinking this. Well, God bless you, sir, or ma'am, whoever you are. But listen, God's not calling us to do that. What he's saying is, who do you value in your life more than anything? Who who has first and final place in your life? And whose opinion do you value above every other opinion out there? It better be God's. It better be Jesus. You better listen to the Holy Ghost. Not to confuse you, but listen, God is the Father. Jesus is the Son. And the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ that's moving throughout the earth. So it's real simple. Bottom line is God's trying to get your attention. God's trying to get your heart. God wants to be the first in everything in your life. You know that you are my all in all. Strong tower, redeemer, deliverer, friend, comforter. The list goes on. We may get into the names of God. I think that would be a good place to start when we want to start talking about prayer, when we want to start talking about getting to know God. Because if you're going to hear God, you need to know God. And if you're going to know God, you've got to get with God. That's prayer. That's worship. That's thanksgiving. That's intercession and supplication. And we'll get into those things as we begin to teach and talk about and learn together how to pray. You see, Jesus, even his disciples said, Lord, teach us how to pray. And we all need that lesson. So, Father, in Jesus' name, that's my prayer tonight. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to obey. And teach us how to hear your voice so we know what you say. And, Lord, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Prayer International Radio. Have a blessed night.